The Biden administration is weaponizing the DOJ, the FBI, the IRS, and everyone knows it. Because I think this is one of the scariest things that can happen in this country. I think we should spend some time and talk about it. This is Gene, and you're listening to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Hey, hey, this is Gene. Welcome back to Dumbasses Talking Politics. Okay, I, I got to tell you, we need to talk about this. I, I think it's important. But first things first, a couple things. Inflation, um, gone down a little bit last month. That's kind of a good thing, except it's kind of not a great thing. It went from 9.2% to 8.5%. Now, the Biden administration, of course, is screaming, this is great. Um, yeah, inflation is supposed to be at like one5 to 2%. And it went down 0.7%. So that's good. It's gone down to 8.5%. But we're going to need to see a little bit more before we start touting our own horns. It's like the Biden administration sitting back and telling you, hey, gas has dropped a dollar a gallon in the last two months. Yeah, it's still a dollar fifty over what it was when he took office. So we're going to have a problem with that. I, I don't buy it. And it's good. Inflation's going down. I'd be thrilled if it keeps going down. But until I see it go down to one and a half, two percent, I, I, I'm not buying this. And don't forget, when inflation goes up, it never goes truly down to where it was. So we're these higher prices, we're going to be paying higher prices from two years ago. That's never going to go. It's like the gas prices. I can tell you right now, I, I, I've got a feeling gas prices will never go below $3 a gallon. They will be between 3 and $4 a gallon. This is what the Democrats call the new normal. Yeah, this isn't normal. This isn't good. But that's what we're talking about. We're talking about maybe $4 a pound for hamburger. That's the new normal. It's never going to get down to one ninety nine or a, a dollar a pound. That's never going to happen again. And that's the problem we, you have when inflation goes up as fast as it does. So anyway, I just wanted to say that. It, it's kind of like, yeah, um, I don't want to make a big thing out of it. I, it's also only a month. So I, I just rather to see, I'd rather see the quarterly numbers, not the monthly numbers. Okay, so uh, I wasn't going to talk again about, and trust me, uh, tomorrow I won't, and there's going to be a ton of stuff to cover in the news, just fun stuff, funny stuff, weird stuff. Um, but this raid on Trump, Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate, yeah, uh, this is turning into a circus. And no one from the Biden administration is dealing with this. Worst of all, it looks like this whole thing, the reason that this probably happened, is going to backfire. Now, this shouldn't be a shock. Every decision Joe Biden has ever made in his presidency, when he was vice president, or when he was senator, has backfired. Everything has gone wrong. The guy is never right. And this is something I don't understand why people don't get. He has never been right in his career. Don't forget, Barack Obama had... The CIA say, we have Osama bin Laden. And the reason Barack Obama, it took Barack Obama four days to go out and kill Osama bin Laden was because Joe Biden was completely against the raid. The guy is a freaking moron. 
So, we have more details about the Trump raid now, and I think we should talk about them. Uh, the raid started at about 9 a.m. and finished at 6.30 p.m., which means they were there for nine and a half hours. There were 30 agents with a U-Haul truck. Trump lawyers were there, but they were not allowed in the house during the search. In fact, they were told that they had to cut off all security cameras in the house. And guess what? The Trump administration, the, the Trump lawyer said, we're not doing that. And they left them all on. And they're all on. I guarantee you we're going to be seeing those security cameras. Trump's office was ransacked. He, they said they went through, again, I, Trump has a tendency of exaggerating everything. There's, there's, there is the tendency to exaggerate. So I'm not sure ransacked is the thing. But, I mean, they did call in a safe cracker to break into his safe. So maybe he was ransacked. I mean, he was ransacked. I mean, they, they walked in there and they took everything they could. 15 boxes of stuff. They took. They didn't take any electronic devices, which is kind of bizarre. I, I, I would have thought that would have been the first thing they took. Some of the things they took include a letter from Barack Obama. When Trump becomes president, the previous president gives a letter to the current president. And that letter was confiscated. A letter from Kim Jong-un, which is his property. I mean, it's a letter from Un to Trump. They took that. A, a cocktail napkin. Now, I haven't heard anything about what was actually on that cocktail napkin, if anything, but they took a cocktail napkin? And finally, they took a menu from somebody's birthday party. Yeah, well, Trump is not exactly upset about all this thing. As a matter of fact, people are saying he's upbeat. He's motivated now. Oh, that's the last thing that the Democrats want is a motivated Trump. No, I take and but it's what the media wants. They want a motivated Trump. Because a motivated Trump talks. And they want talks. I mean, CNN and MSNBC, no one's even watching uh, their shows since Trump got kicked since Trump left office. So yeah, the media is excited about this. By the way, here's something, here's some sick crap. They actually went into Melania's wardrobe and searched through her wardrobe. Hmm, what exactly were they looking there for? Maybe some thongs? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just throwing bras. I don't know. Maybe some of the FBI agents were female and they just wanted to see, okay, what's coming out? What's in style in this fall? I don't know. Now, the Mar-a-Lago residence was actually closed off. Uh, Trump is not there. He doesn't spend the summer there. I mean, it's humid as crap in Florida, so I'm not completely sure. But whatever they came in there they had the servants there they had the uh, uh maids and whoever the caretakers there servants caretakers i servants and i cut that off but they weren't really servants but they had the caretakers there and the caretakers immediately called trump trump called the lawyers the lawyers showed up somebody has to have a copy of this warrant uh i know who doesn't have a copy of the warrant the people 
Um, I, I know it hasn't been released by the Trump. I, I, I'm assuming the Trump lawyers get a copy of the warrant. That hasn't been released. That le- that raises some questions. Okay, well, if you guys got a copy of the warrant, we really want to see the warrant. Why isn't the Trump administration releasing the warrant? We understand why the Biden administration, the DOJ and the FBI aren't releasing the warrant because they're all corrupt. But why isn't the Trump administration releasing the warrant? Maybe there was something there. Maybe there wasn't. We don't know. That's the kicker. We need to see some things. Okay, we'll get in a few minutes. I know there are going to be hearings. I don't want any more hearings. I'm tired of hearings. I don't care who's running the hearings. They mean nothing to me. They're stupid. So we, but, but just to show you, there's further corruption in this whole thing. Um, we now know a little bit about the judge that signed this warrant. His name is Judge uh, Bruce Reinhardt. He was elevated to a, a, a magistrate judge in 2018, uh, and he worked ten, after before he worked. 10 years in private practice. He's donated money to Barack Obama. Okay, his presidential campaign. Now, let's let's put this in context because Fox News and everyone's saying, "Yo, oh, he's a Barack Obama donator." Okay, he donated $1,000. Let's not get crazy. He's a lawyer. He likes Barack Obama. He download he he donated $1,000. Okay, big deal. That's not what the biggest deal and I'm not kidding you here. He worked with Jeffrey Epstein. He quit his job in the state attorney's office to help Epstein's two of Epstein's minions who were accused of child sex trafficking. He got those two people off of jail time. I'm not kidding you. He was involved with the negotiations between Epstein and the Florida uh, DOJ where Epstein, that was in 2007, a real freaking, I mean, one of the guys from the Trump administration admitted, yeah, he was in, he was a prosecutor. I can't remember his name, but he was a prosecutor and he had to resign because of it on Epstein not getting any jail for child sex trafficking. He was involved in the negotiations. How bad is this guy? He was actually named in a lawsuit by two of Epstein's victims, and that is still pending. This guy is a leftist dream. I mean, there are leftists out there that want this guy on the Supreme Court. I'm not kidding. This is not a joke. This guy is on lists to be a Supreme Court justice. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure you're thinking the same thing I am. No, no way there's any corruption here. Okay, um, here's the thing that really is getting to me. There's no comment from the White House. There's no comment from the Department of Justice. There's no comment from the FBI. There's no comment from the Secret, Secret Service. Because, by the way, the Secret Service had to have been notified about this. Because guess who's at the Mar-a-Lago house? The Secret Service. We still have not seen the warrant. We do not know why this whole thing was done. Democrats, politicians, Democrat politicians themselves have been really silent about this. 
Chuck Schumer was asked about this, and he said, I don't have any comment. I really don't know what happened. You don't, you know why you don't see anybody saying much about this. I mean, there is no overwhelming joy from the left about this whole thing. At least they're not celebrating it. Yes, CNN is celebrating it. They're, they're talking big stuff about this. Um, they're talking about how now the right is going to get violent, and you know they love that. They want the right to get violent. But they're talking about the right getting violent. But they are also saying, you know, this is going to have... They, they've had people on CNN sit there and say, um, this is going to have some consequences. This is not necessarily a good thing. Do you know why? None of these people think this is a good thing. You combine this with the policy, with the new law of adding 87,000 IRS agents, you combine this with the push of trying to take guns away, you combine this with people being sick and tired of their kids being indoctrinated, yeah, this is not necessarily a good thing because a lot of people on the right are saying that this is going to happen. That the government is going to do this. And the problem is, the leftists are like, yeah, we're kind of doing this and we're seeing examples upon example upon example. Um, I don't know how we defend this. So they're all being kind of quiet. Now, CNN did have something correct. Could the right go violent? Um, yes. Because I think you're going to have a really hard time. And it's not just going to be the right. It's going to be independence. People are libertarians. People are going to look at this and say, that's not my country. I can tell you a man who was raised in the 70s and 80s, um, our country is nothing like this now. I mean, my, the country I was raised in is unrecognizable today to see people actually taking away all our rights people aren't going to tolerate it there's a reason gun sale i'm going to call this out i i did i said this on twitter uh watch next month people are going to be complaining gun sales have gone up i guarantee it because people are not going to tolerate the gestapo tactics of this administration and by the way, they're not going to tolerate it at the voting booth either. Don't forget, yeah, let's be honest, the left, true leftists, there are a lot of them out there. There are more conservatives than leftists. A lot of progressives. But progressives are looking at this and saying, uh, Chuck Schumer's a progressive. And he's saying, yeah, this probably isn't a good thing. Andrew Cuomo, the crappy governor, former governor of New York, took time away from his grab-assing to say, yeah, this is not good. And he is a leftist. These people are going to be voted out. And that's, that's going to be what this whole thing is about. Vote these people freaking out. Speaking of Gestapo tactics, according to Fox News, Republican Representative Scott Perry of Pennsylvania of Pennsylvania says that the FBI has confiscated his cell phone. Perry, in an exclusive statement, told Fox News on Tuesday that while traveling with his family, he was on freaking vacation! While traveling with his family, 
Earlier in the day, he was approached by three FBI agents who handed him a warrant and requested he turn over his cell phone. So this guy is on vacation. They are tracking him and they're taking away his cell phone in public. Yeah, people are going to be fine with this. Right? Comrade. Anyway, continuing. The confiscation of the congressman's personal phone comes one day after FBI agents searched former President Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate in Palm Beach, Florida. Now, Scott is a huge Trump supporter, and he also was one that questioned the legitimacy of the 2020 election. He said in a statement this morning, while traveling with my family, three FBI agents visit... Why do they need three? I've seen this guy. This is not... This is not a Mike Tyson guy. Can't you just send one guy? Hey, and maybe maybe instead of doing it in public, just knock on the door and say, could I have your phone? I've got a warrant, blah, blah, blah. No, they're, it's to embarrass these people. It's to delegitimize these people. It's to make them out into criminals. They are criminals. That's what they're trying to do. That's why all this crap is done in public. You know what? No one's buying it. Okay, continuing with the statement. This morning, well, starting it over because I, I'm talking. I'm, I'm excited. I'm pumped today. This morning, while traveling with my family, three FBI agents visited me and seized my cell phone. They made no attempt to contact my lawyer, <laughs> who would have made arrangements for them to have my phone if it was their wish. I'm outraged, though not surprised, that the FBI, under the direction of Merrick Garland's DOJ, would seize the phone of a sitting member of Congress. My phone contains info about my legislative and political activities and personal private discussions with my wife, family, constituents, and friends. None of this is the government's business. Boom! He's absolutely correct. But the government thinks they have a right to everything. All this talk about women should have the privacy to abort their babies. I mean, that was the entire thing with Roe versus Wade is women have privacy, have the right to privacy. Meanwhile, people don't have a right to privacy because they support the wrong political party. And the FBI, uh, the FBI, they just are the Gestapo wing, the KGB, you could say the K, uh, GRE wing, which is what the Soviets did, the black shirts, which is what the Italians did the brown shirts of all tyrannical governments. That's what the FBI is becoming. They're Ill illegitimate now. I think the FBI, honestly, needs to be completely broken and rebuilt. I think everybody needs to be fired because this is what a bureaucracy with power turns into. Okay, but here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I'll, I'll get into some good news. Um, there is hope. Uh, well, the first hope is uh, Republicans are going to break the Democrats in, in November. I hope they take the Senate. It doesn't look like we will. There's still two months left, but I mean, the Senate only has about a third of the people uh, under a third of the people in the Senate are actually uh, running for election. And a lot of those folks are strong. We still have a very good shot in Georgia. I think we're. I think our shot in Georgia is going to get bigger and bigger and bigger. Even though Trump really effed that whole thing up. I mean, half the reason we have all this crap is because uh, Trump can shut his mouth and just support people. 
which is why I don't want him running in 2024. 20, but I, I think we got a 50-50 shot at the Senate. Oh, we're taking 60 seats in the House. I mean, we're, we've got the House. So we're going to, we're going to break we're gonna break the um, we're gonna break the Biden administration. There'll be a lame duck session. But the other reason that the Biden administration will probably fail in this whole thing is their incompetence. Their sheer incompetence. We saw that in yesterday's press conference with Karen Jean Pierre. I got to be honest with you. I saw this press conference twice, and I can't believe that. She was completely unprepared for the questions that were going to come because of the raid. And there were a ton of questions. There were so many. 45 minutes she spent answering these questions. I'm just going to give you the first question, which was literally... See, what happens with these, if you haven't seen one, they actually... Karen Jean-Pierre will go out there and start updating people on how things are going and crap like that, right? And then she'll take questions from the press. Now, normally questions from the press, 20 to 30 minutes, maybe. Maybe. I've seen them as low as 10 minutes. Okay. She was up there for 45 minutes answering questions. And by the way, she doesn't answer questions. She just refers it to somebody else. The first question was basically the rest of the questions. So let's listen to her answer on this first question and then go for there. Go from there. Because they're really I, I'm not gonna play every other question because they're all the same and the answers are all the same. Listen. On a different topic, um, the FBI is a survey search warrant on the former president's residence in Florida. Uh, was the president or anyone at the White House aware of that search warrant? Or had, has anyone at the White House or the president been briefed in the aftermath of that search warrant being executed? No. The president was not briefed, did not was not aware of it. No. No one at the White House was given uh, a heads up. No, that did not happen. Is the White House at all concerned, uh, given the domestic political climate, but also the signal that it sends to the rest of the world that the Department of Justice carried out this sort of operation on a former president, that it could even be, uh, create the, uh, the appearance of uh, politically uh, motivated prosecution? So first off, and you've heard us say this many times at this podium, you've heard the president say this, uh, the Justice Department conducts investigations independently, and we leave any law enforcement matters to them. Uh, it would not be appropriate for us to comment on any ongoing investigations. I can say that President Biden has been unequivocal since the campaign. He believes in the rule of law, in the independence of, Justice of the Justice Department investigations, that those investigations should be free from political influence, and he has held that commitment as president. I want to also remind you all of what he said on January 7th of 2021, when he then nominated Merrick Garland to be the Attorney General, and I quote, we need to restore the honor, the integrity, of the independence of the Department of Justice in this nation that has been so badly damaged. And so many former leaders of that department in both parties have so testified and, that, and stated that. I want to be clear to those who lead this department who you will serve. You won't work for me. You are not the president or the vice president's lawyer. Your loyalty is not to me. It's to the law, the constitution, the people of this nation to guarantee justice, end quote. So I, I would refer you to the Department of Justice. You know how you can tell a politician is lying? 
they open their mouth and start talking. And that's exactly what she did. She started talking. Her answer to the question was a minute and a half. I it's just like of course the the of course president uh, the president and the administration knew this was happening. You mean you want me to believe that the sitting president didn't know that the former president was being raided by his own DOJ and his own FBI, which he completely controls. I don't care what he said two years ago. I don't care how f- his flowery words he said last year. I-, I don't care. Yes, they. in other words, I think he's lying. And by the way, I think all politicians, again, I think all politicians lie. I think Trump lies. I think they all lie. I think Reagan lies. But the question is not about what he said last year. The question is about what he's doing right now. And I got news for you. What he's doing right now ain't quite syncing up with what he did, what he said a year ago. I'm just saying that I think he's lying. I am admitting he's lying. He's a lying piece of shit. Yeah, he cussed. Sorry. I'm going to cuss later, too. It's going to get worse. By the way, let's just say, let's let's, let's make the counter-argument. Let's just say Joe Biden didn't know. Okay? Let's, let's go that direction. He's in charge of the FBI and DOJ. If he doesn't know, doesn't that show that he is incompetent at managing his own administration? I don't, I wish someone would have asked him that. He's in control of the DOJ. The DOJ is the one who who ordered the FBI to do this. And by the way, he's in control of the FBI too. Of course, you know, she does what she always does. She just basically won't answer, doesn't want to answer the question. So what she does is she tells you to go talk to, go away and talk to someone else. Go talk to the DOJ. Well, here's a newsflash. DOJ is not answering questions either. Go talk to the FBI. Yeah, the FBI is not answering questions. Go talk to the CIA. Yeah, or the uh, Secret Service. Yeah, it, they're not answering any questions either. Why aren't they answering questions? Because the Biden administration tells them, shut the F up. Of course, this wasn't the only stupid thing. And, and yes, she was asked this question all through the 45 minutes press conference. And, but we need to focus on Peter Doocy from Fox News, of course, because Peter Doocy is gold when it comes to trapping and keeping Karen, uh, Karen Jean-Pierre off balance. I mean, this poor bastard is actually going to give her a stroke. We're going to be watching her. We're going to be watching him interview her one day. Or talking to her, asking her questions. She's just going to plop down, fall, start shaking weirdly because she's having a stroke because he's causing her that much stress. And then we got to hear how she's a victim again. I mean, she's already a victim. She's a lesbian black woman. Lesbian, bisexual. I, I don't know what she is. But listen to him. And by the way, there are going to be three clips here. And these clips are important because he really is a master at trapping her 
and he did. He cornered her. And unlike a honey badger, which will come right at you, she kind of, like, you could see she was just scared out of her mind. She didn't know how to how to deal with this. And how does she typically deal with it? She just talks more and more and sounds like an idiot. Listen to the first clip here. Do you consider Donald Trump to be a political rival of President Biden? I'm not going to speak to that from here. Well, you talk about Trump all the time. So do you consider him to be... I don't talk about Trump all the time. Ultra MAGA, you guys were criticizing his handling of COVID last week. You've mentioned his January 6th response a couple days ago. So can you say, based on all that... I didn't say anything about Mar-a-Lago. I'm just asking you if you consider the president. I'm, to be I'm hate- saying from here, I'm not going to comment on that. Does the president still want to uh, think that he would be very fortunate to run against Trump in 2024, like he has said before? Again, I'm not going to comment it's on. Just, it's just I'm a not. Quote from I'm, the president. In the next election, I'd be very fortunate if I had that same man running against me. Does he still? All think I that? can tell you, Peter, is that the president intends to run in 2024. I don't talk about Trump all the time. Yes, she does. Every day. Every day. Whenever they have a problem that comes up, like inflation. Yes, I know they're celebrating 8.5% inflation. They bring up that Trump caused the inflation, even though he hasn't been in office in almost two years. So, no, they they talk about Trump constantly. I think Biden talked about Trump today. So this is just all a lie. And we know it because we have the internet. We can just look at, let's just say, not yesterday's um, press conference. Let's look at day before yesterday's press conference or Friday's press conference. They're always talking about Trump. Here's the problem with the, the Democrats have. They need something. They need a platform. And their platform is going to be Trump is unpopular and we're going to bring Trump into this. I wouldn't be shocked if this whole thing is set up to bring Trump to the forefront so that they can sit there and say, don't talk about the economy. Don't talk about the bad foreign policy. Don't talk about the crime rates. Don't talk about the border. They can talk about Trump and say, hey, my opponent, he's a Trump supporter. It, I Don't be shocked. I, that's really a cynical take. But I'm sorry, I buy it. I think the only way these guys think they can win is is to bring Trump back into the picture. But this is a great question. It's a straightforward question. But what Ducey does here is he gives a motive for what they're doing. Okay? Hello? Follow me here. Now what he's going to do is he's going to bring up the weapon. Think of a murder. You need a murder. You have a murder. The first thing you need is you need the motive for someone to convict someone of a murder. Believe it or not, motive is more important than even the actual body of the murder victim. Then you need the weapon. Okay, and this is the next question that he's already shown the mur- the motive. The motive is Donald Trump is a political enemy. Now, here's the weapon. Is there a concern here that if you guys don't say more, then these Republicans who 
are accusing this White House of weaponizing the Justice Department, weaponizing the FBI, are that's going to become the, the public sentiment. If you guys don't say once and for all, we are not doing that. First, first of all, we're just not going to comment on the Department of Justice investigation. Okay, we're just we're just it, not going to comment are, on that. Is this White House weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against against political opponents? The president has been very clear uh, from before he was elected, very clear on this. Hold on. It's Throughout just, his time in now. office. I, I heard the quote. We will be playing the quote tonight at 6 o'clock. Is this administration weaponizing the Justice Department and the FBI against political opponents? Peter, the president believes in the rule of law. The president believes in the independence of the Department that's, of Justice. That's a yes or no. Just no, that is no. It's a yes or a no for you. I'm answering the question. You may not like it, but I'm answering the question, I'm just, and I'm no, no. I'm answering the question, and I'm telling you that we are not going to comment on a criminal investigation. The president has been very clear. I laid out what his thoughts were back on January 7th in 2021 about how he saw the Department of Justice. And I'm just going to leave it there. We're not going to comment from here, from this White House, on a criminal investigation that is currently happening. It is a yes no question, by the way. Are you weaponizing it or not? She won't answer. In other words, she won't say no to weaponizing our institutions against political enemies. That's what she's saying. By the way, if they don't know what's going on, how do they know it's a criminal investigation? Last I heard, it was basically, um, he had some papers that the National Archive wanted back. And they might be classified, which is going to be hard to make that a crime because Hillary Clinton had 33,000 emails that were classified on a server that she destroyed and a bit bleached. So it's going to be kind of hard to say that even having classified information is a crime. Now, in this final... So now we have a motive. We have a weapon. Why do we need to put that criminal in jail for the rest of his life. We have to say why this individual is a danger to society and can't be and can't be reformed. We need to know what he could do to society. This last question Ducey asks may seem completely irrelevant or completely unrelated to anything he asked before. It is completely related. Listen to this last question. I mean, Ducey, you can tell he's read. Steve Ducey is his father. You could tell Steve Ducey made Peter read Plato. Because here he joins the circle. And if Ducey was not is if Ducey is not a lawyer, and I know he's not, he should be a lawyer. Because basically, he's convicted the Biden administration. He has thrown Karen St. Pierre, or John Pierre, whatever the hell her name is, completely under the bus with this last question. Okay, <laughs> listen. More about the Inflation Reduction Act. Who around here decided that Americans were crying out for more interaction with the IRS? 
I, I don't understand your question. You have to say more. Okay, I got to stop it right there. What the hell is she talking about? What does she, she understand? Does she actually need a poll to realize that people hate the effing IRS? I hate the effing IRS because their main job is to steal our money. What does she mean? I don't understand. Now you're adding 87,000 more IRS. By the way, that's double what the Pentagon has. You're adding 87,000 more IRS agents and you're wondering and you don't understand why people wouldn't like that? Either she's out of touch or she's completely lying. Hey, I hate the IRS. I am one who absolutely freaking hates the IRS. I would go outside right now, suck the bloody penises of 20 guys just to screw an IRS agent and give them AIDS. I hate the IRS. By the way, I didn't make up that joke. That was Louis C.K. I just thought it was funny. They are a terrible group of people. They are miserable. No one wants to deal with them. And she doesn't know what Peter Ducey is talking about? Really? Oh, my God. Okay, I'm sorry. I won't interrupt you again. Here, here, is, here is the finish of the... Here's the completion of the question, and we'll get to the point. Do you think it's going to be popular when the 87,000 new employees hired by the IRS go around and start auditing people to pay for the Inflation Reduction Act? So it's very clear. Uh, the IRS commissioner was very clear on this. He said that on, on the record that this only will, it will only apply to those earning over $400,000. The commissioner said, and I quote, these resources are absolutely not about increasing audit scrutiny on small businesses or middle income Americans as we have been implanting our invest investment of these enforcement resources is designed around treasury directive that audit rates will not rise relative to recent years for households making under four hundred thousand dollars, so oh, no, this I... is this is focus on those who are, uh, uh, you know, corporate wealthy tax cheats that Republicans, congressional Republicans, wanted to uh, defend. That's who they wanted to defend. They wanted to defend those corporate uh, tax cheats. This is not about. This is not about that. This is not about folks who make less than four hundred thousand dollars. So no new audits on anybody making under four hundred thousand dollars a year. Very clear. No. Okay, one word. One word. Hide your kids' ears. Cover your kids' ears. Bullshit. Bullshit, and we know it's bullshit because she took it took her almost a minute and a half to answer the question. They are going to go after do they really need eighty seven there aren't that many people that earn over four hundred thousand dollars a year. And most people that I, I would say 99.9% of the people that earn over $400,000 a year actually follow the laws because they don't want to lose their $400,000 a year. Absolute bullshit. It doesn't take 87,000 agents to, to, to govern them. They are going after anybody who doesn't pay their taxes. They're going to or doesn't pay the full amount of taxes or they want more money. So they decide, we're just going to audit this guy and settle, which is what most people do. My stepdaughter has gotten audited. She doesn't make any money. She doesn't even have a job. They audited her, 
And guess what? They made an additional $2,000 on a negotiation. This does happen. They're going to go over, they're going to go after small business because small business does make 400,000, most small businesses make $400,000 a year, but they have razor thin margins and they do everything they can with the tax code to get around them. And restaurants are an example of that. And they're going to go after those businesses. So everything she just said is a lie. And Peter Ducey is pointing this out. Are you sure you want to say this? Are you sure you want to commit to that? He is creating a soundbite for the future when small businesses and regular people do get audited. Here's the problem with bureaucracy. Bureaucracy only grows and bureaucracy needs to constantly validate their jobs. They have to constantly validate themselves. So if you're going to hire 87,000 more IRS enforcer enforcement agents, those 87,000 enforcement agents are going to have to validate their jobs. And how do they do that? Auditing everybody. She is so full of crap. Now, Ducey's questioning went full circle. He had the crime, he identified the crime, he identified the victim. He identified the uh, motive, he identified the weapon, and then he proved why you need to throw that piece of crap in prison for the rest of their lives. And I, Yes, I'm using the analogy of a murder. Ducey wins. And I'm sorry, she looked absolutely terrible in this press conference. I mean, Ducey wasn't the only one who blew this gal away. Okay, well, I, you know, I, I have a, um, I have a Wall Street Journal article that talks about this. It's an op-ed from the Wall Street Journal that talks about how this is going to really backfire on Democrats and Merrick Garland. I think it's only a matter of time now that Merrick Garland gets impeached. And by impeached, that doesn't mean he's getting thrown out of office, but I think it's it's very clear that he's probably going to get impeached here. Um, well, I'll read that article to you tomorrow. And I also have that article by Soros. But I that Soros, I can put that one on the back burner because Soros, yeah, he's he is what he is. Um, it does apply to crime in daily life, but I also have a ton of stories that we can just split through, which are just awesome. Okay, visit my website at dumbassestalkingpolitics.com. Visit my uh, Dumbasses Talking Politics at Rumble. I am going to be working on a new video. It could take me a couple of days. This is a, This is not what you expect from me. But I love this stuff, and Josie and I were talking about it, and Josie said it's a great idea, so I said, screw it, I'll do it. So, I hope you guys enjoy. I'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Gene, and you've listened to Dumbasses Talking Politics.